episode 54, Feel More Love. Welcome to the First Year Married Podcast, where we get real about building the marriage of your dreams. I'm marriage coach Kayla Levin, and I take newly married and engaged women from anxious and insecure to confident and connected through practical tips, real-life inspiration, and more than a little self-awareness along the way. Welcome back, ladies. I heard a quote this week that really got my mind rolling, and I really wanted to share this with you. I'm quoting somebody who was quoting somebody, so forgive me if I've got it not perfect. The quote was from Tony Robbins, the reason you're suffering is you're focused on yourself, and the way to end suffering is to focus on another. Now, this reminded me of one of my very favorite concepts, which I haven't shared here yet because it's a Jewish concept, and I know that most, if not at least half of the people listening aren't Jewish. Since there's so much secular research that backs this, I'm going to give it to you from my access point because it's what spoke to me. You can know that there are plenty of you know other sources that share the same idea. So there's a Jewish concept that the Hebrew language has an inherent holiness and meaning, which means that all arrangements of words, all similarities between words, even the numerical value of letters has some kind of meaning that we can pull out from it. And the word for love in Hebrew is ahava. Now, inside the word ahava is the root word hav, which means to give. And this very simple lesson is there to remind us that the root of love is giving. What does that mean? Well, when we look at an example of a newborn baby, a newborn is created completely dependent. In fact, if you look at all the different animals in the animal kingdom, most of them are up and walking and at it within a very short period of time. However, the hopeless, helpless little newborn baby is dependent upon its mother for years. And the lesson from that is that we are required to invest in that child and in the investment, in all the giving and all the diapers and all the late night, you know, waking up and all of that giving, we come to love that child in another level. And this applies to everything. If you have a community service project, even if you have a project at work, when we work hard at something, when we give to something, We come to love it. We come to care about it. We're not as willing to just cast it off. And yet, we somehow have this expectation that when it comes to marriage, it's the job of my marriage to make me happy. That if my marriage was good, I would just be happy. The marriage would be doing all that work. And here's the question I have for that, which is, what is this marriage (laughs) that's like going around making you happy? Like, is your marriage, like, I have this, like, mental image of a marriage being, like, a clown. You know, like, what's it doing? How is the marriage actually doing anything? It's not a thing. It's not a person. You can't touch it. It doesn't do anything to you. It can't take you out to dinner. It's not a cruise ship. I don't know what makes you happy, right? The marriage, what is the marriage? The marriage is a concept that lives in your head, right? There is no marriage. There's just this idea between two people, which means that all your feelings about your marriage are coming from the same place where your marriage exists, your head. Now, I want to be clear about this. I'm not saying nothing happens when you get married, okay? According to my tradition, and I believe this very strongly, there is a real spiritual change that happens when two people get married. 
You might disagree with me on that, and that's fine. I don't want this to come across as me saying marriage is in your head, so therefore you could do whatever you want. I don't believe that's true. I think something really did happen when two people got married. But that doesn't mean that some marriage was birthed and now has this ability to make you happy or make you sad. Nor can you, this is an amazing one, nor can you have a good marriage or a bad marriage until you decide that that's what it is. Is that a crazy thought? So I want to circle back to this idea of ahava, which means love. Ahava, if the root of that is to give, if that's what it's teaching us, and the same thing with that Tony Robbins quote, right? That if I'm suffering, it's because I'm focusing on myself. And how do I get out of suffering? It's to focus on another. If what creates love is giving, we must become givers if we want love in our relationship. Because what do we want? What do the women who are, what are you coming to me when you're saying that you're unhappy in your relationship? You're saying you're not feeling love. And you think it's because of this and you think it's because of that. But what is the ultimate? If you were feeling so much love, that wouldn't be a problem. So what does that mean? That means becoming a giver. And what do I mean by becoming a giver? What it means is actually going outside of your comfort zone in order to give. I want to ask you to think about When is the last time you did something that you didn't want to do for your husband? Okay, I can just imagine someone posting to some Facebook group, my husband wants me to do X, Y, Z, but I don't want to. And how many women would reply, if you don't want to, then that's not authentic, right? Or you can't teach him to just walk all over you, or this is, you know, not an equal relationship, right? Now, What am I not saying? I'm not saying you can't have limits. I can't, I'm not saying there are, you can never say no. Of course not. What I am saying is not wanting to do something is not a very good reason not to do something. You hear that? Not feeling like it is not really a very good reason. For example, I will give you as an example, anyone who is employed. (laughs) Sometimes they don't want to go to work, right? And they go anyway. And we like don't want to apply that to our marriages. I realize this may not be the most romantic episode. But what I want to say to you, because I so believe this to be true and I so see this to be true in the work that I do, is the work is where you find the reward. And some of you are so spinning out in your disappointment or your disenchantment with how this marriage is going that if you actually look at what you're doing, what you're doing is nothing. How much you're investing is nothing. And the more you put in, the more you're going to have in your marriage. As you wrap 2019 and you're looking to 2020 and you're looking at who you want to become and what you want from your life next year, I want to ask you, what are you going to do to give in your marriage? What are you going to do to make this marriage better? Are you showing up as the person you want to show up as? I don't mean never criticizing, never being unhappy, never stressed out or distracted. Some of you think that's what it means to be a good wife. Like you should be walking around like some crazy Disney princess at all times. I don't think that that's true. There's a lot of ways to be showing up how you want to be authentically and to be present and to be connected. That doesn't always mean with a plastered smile on your face. So what steps are you going to take for that for next year? And for some of you, you want to take this work deeper. I know you do because you've been reaching out to me. And those of you who have gotten really excited about this thought work, you started to see that managing your mind is the only way to show up the way you truly want to. 
And those of you who want to have access to the best research that turns all your ideas about marriage on its head and allows you to have an actually happy and connected marriage, January is your month, my friends. You ready for this? As soon as this podcast goes out, all registrants for First Year Married are now getting included in the course at the same price, three months of group coaching included. This is in addition to our support community where you can submit questions. You're going to have to make those calls. And I don't think there's going to be a single person who's going to say that call is a convenient time for me. (laughs) Not because the time of the call, because it's just work. And sometimes the work that we most need to do is one where we have the most resistance. So you're going to have to make the calls, if not all of them, some of them. You're going to need to be willing to be coached. But if you're willing to put in the investment of your time, to learn the material, and to come on and be coached. I am so excited to see where this can go with your marriage because I've been seeing it in my one-on-one coaching and this is going to offer it to a bunch more people. We're going to take these concepts that we're learning in the course itself, put it into practical application with live coaching. This is only for grads or for people who are currently taking First Year Married. So I want to invite you to take 2020 as the year that you start to love your marriage in a whole new way. I cannot wait to get started with you. If you want to sign up, just go to firstyearmarried.com. Have an amazing week. Bye-bye.